Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. In three, two, one. Seven things you probably didn't know, you need to know. I'm Jamie East, and this, this is the Good morning, everybody. It's Tuesday, the 21st of February, and it's Pancake Day. And a big happy birthday to Sophie Turner, Jordan Peele, Blanket Jackson, and Jennifer Love Hewitt. Joe Biden made a surprise visit to Ukraine on Monday, just days before the anniversary of Russia's invasion. As well as committing to a further $500 million of military support, including more ammunition for long-range rocket systems, he pledged further sanctions against Moscow. He also said Vladimir Putin had underestimated the West's resolve, telling Russia it was dead wrong to assume Western support for Ukraine could be outlasted. I was warning the world that he was going to attack. I was certain of it. I thought it was critical that there would not be any doubt None whatsoever about U.S. support for Ukraine in their war against the brutal attack by Russia. And on President's Day in the United States, Mr. Biden said it was good to be back in the Ukrainian capital. One of my newer staff members on the flight from Washington into Poland uh, <coughs> asked me how many times I've been to Kiev. Vladimir Putin's due to give a major address on Tuesday, and Biden's trip will be seen as an attempt to upstage the Kremlin. Biden then travelled to Poland, where he's expected to give a speech in Warsaw to mark the anniversary of the war. Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky was optimistic after the visit. And this is really the most important visit or the whole history of Ukraine-US relationship. Sadly, we are now, now able to confirm that yesterday we recovered Nicola Bully from the River Wire. Nicola's family have been informed and are, of course, devastated. That was Assistant Chief Constable Peter Lawson of Lancashire Police confirming that the body found on Sunday was, in fact, Nicola Bully. The 45-year-old mum of two disappeared just over three weeks ago whilst out walking a dog near the water in St Michael's on Wire. Before the formal identification was made, Nicola's partner Paul Ansell said there are no words right now, just agony. Her family has since criticised sections of the media for what they called a shameful intrusion of their privacy while the search went on. DCS Pauline Stables read out a statement on their behalf. We will never be able to comprehend what Nikki had gone through in her last moments and that will never leave us. We will never forget Nikki, how could we? She was the centre of our world. She was the one who made our lives so special and nothing will cast a shadow over that. More than 11,000 ambulance workers across England and Wales staged fresh strikes on Monday in their dispute over pay and staffing. Paramedics, emergency care assistants and call handlers who are members of the GMB union walked out whilst the health secretary warned of further disruption for patients. Andy Prendergrass, the union's national secretary, defended the latest action though, saying public support remains strong. Frankly, if people are putting patients' lives at risk, it's the government by refusing to talk to us. Um, As we sit here at the moment, we haven't had any meaningful discussions with them for the last month. There's none in the diary. Meanwhile, junior doctors in England have also voted overwhelmingly to strike over pay in March. The British Medical Association says it'll call a full 72-hour walkout if the government refuses to act. Steve Barclay says they're working to minimise the impact. We are working constructively with the trade unions in terms of what cover 
they can provide within the context of the strikes and then putting in place contingency measures with NHSE colleagues in terms of those areas where there's gaps. Donald Trump's former National Security Advisor John Bolton's thinking about running for US President. Speaking to Kay Burley, he said we should avoid having so many people in the race so that Donald Trump's able to slip between them and get the nomination, but he's still eyeing up some hat-in-ring action for himself. Current President Joe Biden has said on multiple occasions that he intends to stand for re-election in 2024. Nikki Haley, a Republican former South Carolina governor, has also launched her presidential campaign. Bolton also told Sky News he considered running in 2016 and would only do so now if he thought he could win. I was very concerned about uh, Donald Trump's comments uh, some weeks back that the U.S. Constitution should be terminated so that he could be declared the winner of the 2020 election. And I wasn't satisfied with the response of the people who are considering running. So I thought I ought to be serious about it because I think it's important to end this idea that the 2020 election was stolen or that Donald Trump really has any claim on the loyalty of conservatives or Republicans. Still to come on the Smart 7, Jurgen Klopp's ready for Real Madrid and Paul Rudd's up to mischief right after this. Welcome back. Tuesday night sees more Champions League last 16 action, with Eintracht Frankfurt facing Napoli and Liverpool welcoming Real Madrid to Anfield. It's the first time the two teams have met since last season's Champions League final, which Real won 1-0. Liverpool manager Jurgen Klopp admitted he hadn't even watched the game back until this weekend, as it was just too painful. Bertie's putting all of that out of his mind ahead of the Tuesday night clash, and was keen that Liverpool fans shouldn't bear any grudges for the ticketing confusion at the final either. Our people are football people. Um and Real Madrid is in town and celebrate this kind of event in the best possible way how we did it over the last years. Ant-Man and the Wasp's Catherine Newton's just getting her start in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but she's already dishing the dirt on her co-stars. She popped up on The Tonight Show to reveal she thinks her on-screen super dad, Paul Rudd, is the funniest person in the world, saying it was a dream come true to work with him. Rudd reprises his role as Scott Lang for the third instalment of the Ant-Man franchise, which premiered in London last week. Catherine told Jimmy Fallon the pair would ruin takes because they were laughing so hard. There was one day we had 500 extras, okay? 500. Wow. We had 10 explosions, bombs, fire, serious stuff where you can really, really get hurt. And I was nervous. He could tell. And he looked at me. And he's like, are you nervous? I'm like, yeah. He's like, you got this. You can do it. Whatever you do, don't laugh. Action! Couldn't stop laughing. Lily James, Emma Thompson and Shazad Latif star in the upcoming cross-cultural British rom-com What's Love Got To Do With It, which is out later this week. James plays Zoe, a young documentary filmmaker, who decides to make her friend Kaz, played by Shazad, the subject of her next project, after he decides he's ready to settle down and marry a stranger. She follows him around with a camera all the way down the aisle. I'm getting married. You are? He's the lucky lady. I don't know yet. What do you mean? I'm getting an arranged marriage. Well, assisted marriage. That's what we're calling it these days. Dare I ask, what about love? You grow to love the person you're with. What, like Stockholm Syndrome? <laughs> this has been The Smart 7. Wherever you're listening, do us a favour and hit the follow button. We'll be back tomorrow at 7am. Have a great day. Smart 7.